Welcome to Bendy. Join your two favorite transatlantic weirdos, Andy from Ireland and Beth from the USA, as we take you on a journey through every topic imaginable with insight, vulnerability, and fart jokes, or in other words, the complete human experience. Hello, and welcome to Bendy, a podcast about being flexible and all of the ways that means. Thanks for joining us. My name is Andy Young, and I'm one of your melodramatic theatrical hosts. Joining me, as always, is rather melodramatic and theatrical host, Beth Martin. Beth, a pleasure as always. <laughs> I, I like those. Good good bird for topic choice. <laughs> we, we're both wearing very dramatic colors. We? <laughs> we are. I know. I did dramatic eye makeup, even. I we're, thought about dr- dressing up uh, it as Jack Sparrow, but then decided against it. Ooh. And that would be great. I know. Yeah, we need to do a fancy... Well, we'll see we're fancy dress episode for Halloween, right? But, I mean, we're both kind of really popping at the minute, guys. So you, this is why, you know, you really need to see the video. It's really it's kind of a, a, a treat for the eyes. It's true. It's true. How's it going, As buddy? Always, not too bad. You know bad. what's funny? I was editing uh-huh. uh, some of our episodes... Everyone, mm-hmm. everyone starts with "hello," so Mike started being like "hello." Because of me? Because of Is you? Impre- <laughs> How dare he? <laughs> Tell him I'm desperately offended. <laughs> it's like uh, when you talk about like a wee lunch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. And like, I, it's so funny because I just, you know, I we use it constantly all the time. I mean, I use it constantly around you as well. But it's only whenever I'm with, you know, people from other companies. They're like, we, 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 we. And I'm it's, like, oh yeah. It's this, just, this it's the true. cutest, sweetest thing. <laughs> it, I wish like was we, or we just yeah. don't have anything as adorable as it's the best. It is. It is. It's the sweetest. So it's so multi-purpose as well. You know, it's such a yes, such flexible use out of it. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So can yeah, I, I? Can mm-hmm. I? Uh, can I tell you the crack? Yeah, please do. So, it's flooding in California, oh, no. Southern California. It surprises me that California floods, but like yes. I know it's a big, a big ass state. I mean, we're also by the ocean, so like True. we do get uh, occasional tropical storms, but. Um, up in LA right now, which is like two and a half hours north of me, mm-hmm. uh, I had to write this down. There, um, most of LA, Beverly Hills, and Hollywood have been evacuated. What? Uh huh. Because and, of flooding? Uh huh. Eight trillion gallons of water. Jeez Louise, that's mad for Tril- freaking LA. Trillion. And guess it's heading our direction. So it's gonna. Crazy? It's, it's supposed to start hitting really any minute but it doesn't look like it out the window so um i know so it's gonna we're gonna have some heavy heavy rains and they're saying like hurricane level winds and all this stuff so madness i know like we've been hit by a few storms but they've already like got well most of the time they've got their worst out of them by the time they arrive with us so it's never really too bad you know that's typically what happens too but it's like yesterday i was getting all these texts from people that care except for Mm -hmm. andy um. <laughs> I mean, in fairness, this is all news to me. We right. are, hey, hey, we've had big developments in the Northern Irish states recently, Beth. So that's all we're hearing about. I okay? actually, it made the news. Did you here. even hear about it? I did, and I read, wow. and I was like, "This is interesting." And then the article just like went on and on and on, and then I was like, Ugh, and then I started to snore ah, boring, a little bit. Boring, but boring, no, but it's yeah. very, it's very interesting, and I don't know well, if, me, if you want to talk politics, but um, 
I don't think I want to talk politics, but yeah. I'd like to touch on it briefly. No, I don't want to, before we, but we will, do we have any, any more flood chat before we move on? Because um, I, I guess the only thing is I'm hoping that some air, you know, um, flood chat, flood chat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving the doggy door open in hopes that I'll get some animals that are in need of a place to crash out. Like, Surf, surfing their way surfing their it's yeah, kind yeah. of like when it rains here we're supposed to get an inch a day so that's right? quite a bit yeah that is quite a bit yeah so um okay. between now and next or thursday what's today monday so yeah four days worth of rain i mean we'll that's one of the things i think that like even though people are like oh the weather over here is terrible and it's not great it's we don't get extremes which is nice i think in a lot of ways there's a lot to be said for that and um i would say like yeah, we do. We get fires and we get. Yeah. There's a James Taylor song in here somewhere about fires and rains, but yeah, we get them. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I still remember. So, was it like two years ago? No, it was me last year. Whenever like you were sending me videos and it was like your background was hell. It was just like smoke yes. and yeah. orange glowing. It was crazy. Yeah. Whenever, whenever the fires were really kicking off, it was wild. But that yeah. air quality index was like 815, <laughs> which I don't even know what that means, but it's normally it's like 15. So I think you're right, yeah. It was bad. It was bad. And there was like ash raining down all over the cars and everything. And yeah, it was, it was, it was nuts. It was nuts. And that was Oregon. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Those are the Oregon Crazy. fires. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Like here we have... Insane. There's a mountain behind our house, and they'll sleep. The firemen, the firefighters, not firemen, firefighters sleep up there, like in the fire season. Yes. Kind of like the, um, I always think of it like uh, Lord of the Rings, where they have like the fire lit on this mountain, and then they signal the next mountain, and then they call all the people, and you know, that's kind of what so it's you know, like. Do you know how I know about that sort of thing? How? From a vid from a video game, classic Andy. <laughs> there is actually a video game called Firewatch where you're this guy who for the summer has been set at this tower to kind of keep an eye open for fires and then like can it's kind say, of mystery. Can you say fire tower? Fire tower? Yeah. So when I lived in Kentucky Fire Tower. You would uh, say Fartar? Fartar. Fartar. <laughs> Amazing. So sorry. Very interesting about your video game. Isn't it? I know it's so interesting. Get yeah, more video games out from Aldi. Everybody loves it. Uh, so, so, I should have I should have uh, put my chapstick on before the recording, but I did not. I'm bringing it on. It's fine. Gotta keep gotta keep these babies in shape. Okay. So, <laughs> always take care of your lips, people. All right, it's a wee PSA from Aldi. Um, okay. Right. Okay. So my cra- a crack, and I guess uh, uh, my country's crack for better or for worse is that we have a functioning government for the first time in two years. Woohoo! Yay! And in two years. Yep. Is it because of Brexit? No, that was. No, um, yes, it is. It is. So okay. it's. But it's basically whenever a because Brexit was a while ago. Sorry, mm-hmm. where are you going? Well, it's just funny that like. You have a government that worked two years ago. I know. Yes, it's true. What's that like? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's not good. No. It's not good. Um, they, so, basically, whenever 
so Braxton was what I don't know six years ago. Don't I mean like I'm sure people are screaming at me now. A while ago now, I, I don't really remember. Sometime some on the timeline. Some time ago, but once there was a kind of a like a, an actual agreement. Once like the UK had finally figured out what that was shape it was going to take. It was a lot of things in there that made uh, um, the Northern Irish government unhappy, and basically there was a there was a there was a uh, something set up that would allow us to almost be like a kind of a, a, a connective sort of uh, a place between like Ireland and therefore Europe and the UK, which would have been great for business, great for probably the people here, blah blah blah. But it meant that we would get a slightly different Brexit from the mainland UK. And our politicians were like, we're not standing for that, essentially. And then they have refused to govern for two years. Okay, so they're getting paid. Yes. To not do their jobs. Correct. How do we do that? I mean, I guess we're doing it right now, but I mean, we're doing our jobs and we're not getting paid, right? I don't think of this as a job. I think of it as like Laugh Factory, but... Oh, one hundred percent. I mean, like I, you know, I was thinking about that today. Like other things, like yoga, dog walks. A lot of the time, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm doing that, but I do not think about that for this. I'm like, hooray, get a podcast later. Woo. Right. Um. So. <laughs> Good answer. <clears throat> yes, you, you passed the test. Um. So, uh, but the other thing as well is that it's the first time I might get this wrong. I really, I hope I'm. I should be reading this, but we have a nationalist. Uh, um. Oh, what are they called? First minister, first minister, kind of. So our sort of the, the, the person that's in charge of the government here mm-hmm. is nationalist as in they represent the uh, unionism broadly represents the Protestant sort of the, the community in Northern Ireland, like as in the uh, invaders, okay. <laughs> I guess. And uh, the nationalist represents um, the Catholic community, which is like, uh, you know, so broadly speaking, the people who are more uh, connected with Ireland and, you know, trace their roots from there and et cetera, et cetera. Um, uh, so by, mostly it has been, uh, so that's really interesting too, and that's kind of history making. What's the name of the political parties? Is it Sein, Sein Fein? Oh, uh, Sinn Féin. Sinn Féin. And, See, I, ha- I yes. have been reading up on this because I, yeah, I, I yeah, thought absolutely. it was like Northern Ireland and I'm like, what? I know. It's how rare are we ever a uh, news story. It's, it's but, like, true. Yeah. But I, it's good. I mean, like, it's good that we have a government. Like, I, I you know, <laughs> remain to be seen whether they'll actually get stuff done because it's been terrible. Because, like, you know, we haven't had, um, you know, because we haven't had a functioning government, like, the roads are going to shit, schools need money, you know, hospitals need money, and they haven't, none of these things have been uh, approved. Like, one of the schools I do pet therapy with, they, um, they were waiting to see whether they would get uh, a new status that allowed them to stay open. But because there has been no government, it hasn't been able to happen. That school, unfortunately, is going to be closing what? later this year. I know. So, yeah. So, yeah. I, I'm not going to stay on this subject too long because okay. I don't want to talk politics for too no, long. No, 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 no. We don't talk religion or politics. No. But that's not the only crack. The other crack is that I went to a friend's. 40th birthday party uh, at the weekend. Happy birthday, Andy's friends. Yeah. Welcome uh, to amazing. your 40s. Exactly. Oh, I know. <laughs> Godspeed. Um, she, um, so her uh, her other half, he organizes uh, festivals and things like that. So mm-hmm. he basically made a music festival for her. And that was her birthday party. That's adorable. It was so good. 
so nice. It was such a nice setup. They really, uh, it was lovely, and it was just you know, uh, uh, nice uh, going to something like that. You know, it was it was just a lovely idea for a party. So yeah, it's great stuff. Yeah, none of my so, friends yeah. have parties like that. Really? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I come to one of my parties sometimes. Beth, I have pretty good parties sometimes. Sometimes. Uh-huh. We'll make it happen. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Speaking of which. Speaking of which. Yeah, that's true. Okay, wait, what? <laughs> I'm coming to see you. Oh, yeah, that news. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I booked, I I don't know why, but like through our whatever credit card frequent flyer miles, I got okay. into Heathrow and out of Heathrow for like $130. Oh, so I thought that was just a connecting flight. That's your flight from like... California yeah to yeah from wow, LA that's not yeah, I that's know amazing. I know I could spend that like taking the kids to the movie instead I'm coming I'm yeah. gonna like spend a couple days in London and then which you're welcome to join me there too but <laughs> yeah if I, can, if I have the money absolutely okay um I talked to a couple of our friends and they were like yes I want to see you so you're gonna miss oh, out yeah. on a mini yoga reunion if you oh yeah okay. okay well I'll send you all the information but yeah. um if anyone wants to join our our Patreon, this is going to go towards this That's trip true. and us mm-hmm. um, hanging out in person instead of across the, the ocean in the t- same time zone, which is weird it's because true. it's uh, dinner time where you are and it's no, it's past dinner time. It, I've just had dinner. Yeah, it's just, but like it'd be dinner time for some people. Yeah. What time? It's like what? Like not nine, eight thirty? No, 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 no. It's like just after seven. Oh, okay. Yeah, we, so we eat early because children. Oh, that's true. I'm just like, stop yeah. talking. Put food in your mouth. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> keep going. Keep eating. Keep eating. Right. Um, so, anything else on crack? I don't think so. I think we can go on to what's occurring. What's, what's occurring with so you? I what's occurring a, with us? I got a really sweet note from um, uh-huh. someone who, I can't remember. This might have been, actually, this might have been through LinkedIn or on LinkedIn. I don't know why apparently to get the, the to hear this one message from this one person but this um goes back to our conversation in episode whatever about uh professional cuddling mm-hmm. and she said i was a health aide and one day i looked at my lady i took care of daily i asked her when was the last time she was hugged and she began to cry i hugged her and i squeezed her until she became embarrassed after that day i made sure to hug her every day that's lovely. I know. And I sent her a message back and I just said, I wonder how many people would have a similar reaction to that. Yeah. So just going to put the PSA out there. Public ser- Do you guys have public service announcements? We do. I, yeah, sort of. The more you yeah. know. Okay. Uh, hug someone or ask them if they need a hug or ask them when the last time they had a hug was because... Um, I just think there is an epidemic of not enough hugs. <laughs> I agree completely. So, you know I agree completely I know, with that. I know, I know. So I'm just throwing that out there. Um, I also added more merch to the shop. Uh, the actual turnip, <laughs> Halloween turnip. I did mm-hmm. a little creative um, licensing on, and I uh, so we have a new T-shirt with the actual turnip face. It looks horrible and terrifying, and it says, what's a crack? <laughs> so... You could be the proud owner of that if you just go to bendingpodcast.com and check out all this. I'm like, they're, they're, I, check the website out because there's always new stuff, is all I'm going to say. Yes. 
And and like really, we're hopefully we'll get to the stage where essentially you can wear a different turn of shirt every day of the week is the long term. Oh my God, you're just reminding me of something. Uh I had this, I took Spanish in college and Uh I had a Spanish teacher and he had five shirts. So for three months on Mondays, he wore this shirt, Tuesdays, he wore this shirt with the same shirt for the every day of the week. Wow. It drove me insane. I, yeah, that's, I mean, I suppose it's maybe it's just like a uniform and that's his work stuff. And he just they, didn't like, give a shit. Or he, like, yeah. couldn't, yeah, I, I just, or, you know, maybe he was, like, neurologically atypical like like me, but. That's also possible. <laughs> I like, he just goes home, whips the shirt off at the end of the day, puts on his ACDC shirt. Yeah. The so one, sitting in, the one sitting in for the night. Uh-huh. The, uh-huh. the holes in it, yeah. Actually, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's my husband. <laughs> it's also me shirt a lot of ways. Like sitting yeah. by the garage door and then is like after garage shirt that's sitting next to the garage door. That's a good system. I'm like, dude, when was the last time you washed it? He's like, doesn't matter. It doesn't need washed. Uh-uh. No, he comes in and he always looks like an orphan who's been like chimney sweeping. <laughs> <laughs> he has a problem with cars. It's, yeah, I mean, like, I've even, whenever I was ever visiting you, and it, it, Mike was on the phone, <laughs> love it. He was like, you're going to Europe, I may need to, you, like, you might need to, like, it's really hard to get, because he loves obscure European vehicles, and mm-hmm. it's harder to get parts out here, right, because they only imported a certain amount. Yep. So I was like, if you need me to schlep car parts back to the u.s i will do that he's like okay, nice. i'll let you know so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. why not absolutely yeah, that's just gonna be you're gonna need like an extra bag uh on the way yeah. back yeah. <laughs> i've traveled with weirder <laughs> yeah yeah i'll bet i'll bet um I, do you have any occurring I was like literally just looking. I got. Uh, uh, it's one of my friends. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep keep quoting. Is that like he said? Because we talked in the previous um, episode, we were talking about movies, and we were talking about Blade Runner. And I was saying how I never really got on with it in a big way. Like and it always kind of made me sad. I think my expectations were raised so high they couldn't have ever possibly made it. But he said that like. Um, you know, the critical consensus on Blade Runner is kind of like starting to turn in that movie anyway. It's, you know, um, uh, he felt the same thing was that he saw it when he was young and he feels like that's the best thing to see it because it's more of a, like a vibes movie. If you try to like really examine it or like really kind of follow the story, it kind of falls apart pretty quickly. But Yeah. Yeah. It, it's definitely like the more I think about it, the more I'm kind of like meh. Although... Yeah. The new Dune. Have you watched part oh, one? Yes. And part two c- comes out March first. I'm so I'm so excited. I'm so excited, Me too. and I like love the original. Yeah. Which is also one that's it's just weird. Oh, it's weird. What you Go mean ahead. the the David Lynch one, the one from the eighties? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's wild. It is wild. It's like put your hand in the box. Ha, Fear is seen... the mind killer. It is. Oh, it's great. <laughs> have you seen the? Uh, I, can't, I think it's Jodorowsky's Dune, the documentary about like. No. Uh, so there's like this really kind of avant garde filmmaker called, I think it's Alejandro Jodorowsky, and um, he was going to make this version of Dune that didn't happen. It eventually led to the Lynch version, but like the amount of um, incredible like talent that he had um, 
you know, that he thought it was going to be part of that film. He was like, he had asked Salvador Dali to be <gasps> in the movie. Uh, Geiger did oh, um, concept aliens. art. It's uh, such a cool movie. But like they and they animate like, some of the sequences. Those are like my two favorite artists. Like, have a look. I, I think it's yeah. just called Jodorowsky's June. But like, okay. check that out. You like that? I think yeah. I'll, I'll send it to you afterwards. Okay. There's anyway, my, my other favorite artist is Storm Thorin. I have to reach into my mind palace. Someone tell me. It's he's the guy that does all the Pink Floyd covers. Oh yes, 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 yes. And yes, like they're all real pictures. Those are all things that he staged and set up. But it it's like a field of beds. It's like Hi, you know women's bodies painted with all of the different albums. Have you seen the one? And it's like Storm Thorgensen, I think something. Someone correct uh-huh, me. Uh-huh. Um, but it's it's I can't remember for which album or if it was just like a promo. But it's it's a tree, but it's the outline of a face. Okay. And it's 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 the coolest thing. And I was like, how did they do that? You know. And I I googled it, and they actually hung a guy from a helicopter upside down with a chainsaw. Wow! Wow! <laughs> and like, he just like went around and cut this tree to look like a face. So. <laughs> That sounds like the recipe for death. Like, I'm right just there. like, why can't I get a job like that? I know. I need to know more artists. There was a, <laughs> um, my friend sent me another. This is another occurrence. This is good with other tangent. Then we'll move on. I promise. Oh yeah, yeah, topic. whatever. But um, maybe if you're lucky, maybe people. we'll think about it. <laughs> um, but there's a one of the guys. I don't know if you've heard of Rubber Bandits. They're like a sort of alternative, like um, Irish music group i'll say they wear like plastic bags in their head that's oh, a fabulous. whole interesting thing okay so one of them <clears throat> i hadn't really heard much from him i didn't really know much about one of them one of them uh, he has a podcast and stuff the other one i didn't know much about and then somebody sent me a video of him making a rowboat shaped like um oh, i've forgotten his name now what do you call the guy that owns amazon Bez- oh, bezos Be- jeff bezos so he, he made a, 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 a rowboat that looked like Jeff Bezos's face. <laughs> it's the most ridiculous thing, but it's incredible. Like the amount of work he puts into it and he kind of knows it's ridiculous, but like he's still like, it's 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 really funny. So it's uh, that's worth taking out. Bob, Bobby Fingers is his name. Bobby that's, Fingers? Yeah, I definitely recommend uh, checking out his, it's like a 20 minute video of him making how he made this uh, Jeff Bezos rowboat. It's ridiculous, but it's okay. good fun. Okay, find it and uh, and I'll post it. <laughs> I will. I will. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Perfect. Okay. And I think Go this ahead. is a good segue, right? I was going to say this is a good segue to the madness that we're going to talk about because, yes. like, you know, that sounds like a lot of trauma, right? Right. <laughs> so therefore, we're getting on to this week's topic, which is drama club. Drama club. Question, question mark. Drama club. Where we're just going to talk about drama club. Where we're just going to talk about. Um, Kind of our experiences, because like, you know, I, I think even not having sort of the option of theatre whenever I was young, I think we're probably both like theatre kids in a lot of ways. So we both have like different experiences of like doing stuff on stage and things like that. And we just wanted to talk a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. And I think um, the reason we're so good at this podcast, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's probably because we have theatre background. It's master class uh-huh. <laughs> in, in, in podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Wink. Wink. Beth, if we keep, Beth, if we keep saying things like that, they'll believe it eventually. I know, it's true. <laughs> so will we. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sorry. That's true. That's true. We'll get there eventually. Um, I have questions. Yep. Um, so when did you first get on stage? And like, when did you first like fall in love with theater? So... Early on, I would have went. So one of the, it would have been, the my earliest memory certainly is would be in my teenage years. So I think I was maybe sixteen or seventeen. And whenever I was younger, my school would have done a, a musical every year. Mm-hmm. Sadly, now I go to that school. I do pet therapy there, and they've stopped doing that. And they're they kind of missed that. But they they have other options. They have like drama club and things like that now. So I did um we did Annie Get Your Gun that year. I was uh, Charlie Otter, I think, who was he's a character in Deadwood. Anyway, I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go off on the tangent and say, <laughs> stay focused stay focused here. It. No no it's fine. And I had the opening song, which is a solo by myself, and uh, I still remember not messing it up one night. I think I did fine most of the time, but I still remember like messing it up one night. And um but it was a, a, a really incredible experience. It was great fun to do. It was just like I love the camaraderie of it, mm-hmm. um. But I kind of didn't go anywhere after that. But that was the first thing that you know the 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 kind of springs to mind. Um. I, like I remember, like we had like talent shows and things like that, and I remember us doing um. You know, in the jungle, in the jungle, the quiet jungle, the, the lion the sleeps lion tonight. tonight. What's the name of that song? Uh, the lion sleeps tonight, I believe. I think it could be right, yeah. <clears throat> and um, <clears throat> that was good. That was good fun as well. But it's 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 Annie Get Your Gun is what really kind of sticks in my head, and uh, that really kind of lit something in me that I really took me years to fully kind of you know uh, um, embrace and really start doing stuff with it. But um, it definitely spoke to me in a in a big way. Mm-hmm. What about what about you? I was. L- <clears throat> I don't know if I was lucky, but I <clears throat> there was a theater right by our house, and they had children's cl- or like they had classes from like you know first grade all the way through high school, and so for like summer fun, my mom signed me up for theater classes in fourth grade, and so every summer I would go back to this theater camp, um, and. I think I went all the way through probably like might have even been like freshman year of high school. So like grade 12, Mm -hmm. six years probably. And then um, so I learned how to clown. I learned how to write a play. I learned how to mime. Nice. I'm just I'm showing Andy right now and those on the Patreon. Yeah, uh I can do the box. I can do the ladder. It's masterful work. I know. Thank you. <laughs> um, I'll sign autographs later. But um, yeah. Uh, so we and I learned how to do improv. I learned. I really learned how to say yes. I learned yeah, how to is, say yes, yeah. which is huge. Um, and then we would do a performance at the end of the summer for the for the parents. And then I. Um, so what what age did you start this again? Sorry, I pulled. So I was um, I was probably like. Fourth grade four, so I was probably like 11, 10 or 11. Okay. And then I actually got cast in an actual like production mm-hmm. um, at the, at the awesome. theater. Um, so that was like, uh, I think I got paid 
not much wow. but something right Still, and like people yeah. went and bought tickets and it was like a real thing like i was on the marquee not me but like me and a bunch of other kids yeah and it was a movie or a, not a movie it was a play about evolution <laughs> oh interesting wow. uh-huh. so you know uh controversial also uh, yes it's true <laughs> and then um i was in band also uh like in school and so i remember like after my freshman year I don't know the girls were kind of catty and i was just like fuck this shit man i want to go hang out with i want to be a theater kid and i remember like quitting my band class and my like teacher was super pissed um and like read me the riot act my mom wrote him a letter and it was a whole thing and then i like walked into the theater signed up for classes and then um, I did, I'm sorry, I'm really talking a lot. No, you're not. It's interesting. <clears throat> I did, um, I think, um, I did a bunch of plays, which I can get into a little bit later, but I also did sort of like all sides of theater. So I was like stage manager. I was, um, um, assistant director. Um, I learned how to, you know, do lighting and all that kind of stuff. So I learned everything about how you actually like put on a show both, yeah. you know backstage um and on stage so it was pretty pretty cool and that's great cured me of uh my fear of public speaking obviously yeah <laughs> so yeah that's a I, long answer it's not i know it was it was interesting and i, and I kind of want to dig into more of it but we can kind of take them one at a time like I, you know it's interesting you talking about the public speaking though because um i have a memory of i i did like business studies uh, which is you know and as a as an a-level essentially um i don't know if you know how, how it works like structurally for like schools over here but you have we don't we only have two schools we have like a primary or an elementary school and then we have high school or grammar school it would be called um, where what you how old are you when you go to high school i want to say 11 or 12 i think i couldn't I can't remember. I think that sounds right. I think it's about 11, 12. Um, and because um, you leave there when you're 18, you're there for about seven years. So that'd be about right. Okay. Um, there's not a time. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I've thought about, I, I know. I've thought about business studies. That's what, that's, that's what got me onto this. So okay. I, um, so whenever we, uh, uh, we, we do our, like, we, uh, with, whenever you go to like high school, you can do five years and then you can move, you can move to somewhere where you can do like vocational stuff. So you could do like, uh, electrician, you know, mechanic, um, and so on and so forth. That's very useful. Or, right. Or mm-hmm. you can stay, uh, in school and you can do A-levels and A-levels, you kind of like get specified, target what you're studying. So I did history, English and business studies. Which is just, I really wanted to do computers, but like this, like my school really did not have anything like that at that stage. We had barely had IT at that stage. So those were my options really. And as part of business studies, we had to like put together, run a company type of thing. And we had to do, go to this big group where all schools were together, talking about their companies, what they did. And part of that was public speaking. So I remember i still to this day remember standing on stage and the, the sheer terror of like speaking to like 40 or 50 people but like then you thought about it afterwards and you were sitting there and other people were talking and you weren't even paying attention <laughs> you know <laughs> so i mean like nobody gave a shit you know I, I i i went through it and it was fine but like that was about that and a little bit there was like a debate club and i remember it being not a good way to kind of think about things and like 
get me talking, you know. So that was were you in debate useful. club? Yeah. Uh, I could not. I I can't debate. I just can't. I think I was really bad at it back then. I think I could probably do a better job now, but I I have no real interest in debating I, <laughs> stuff I anyway. Like just debating for debating's sake, just it makes me want to like uh, hammer like, a nail into my foot. <laughs> I hear you, and I mean like the amount of people that whenever somebody wants to debate something, it's not really that they want to debate it. They've got a point of view that they want to impress on you, and that's that's kind of it, you know. So I don't really have a lot of time for that, but. Right. <clears throat> Um, but yes, yeah, so I mean, like you know, so that was kind of it in terms of my high school experience. I don't think there was a ton. I mean, I don't know, but like I don't think there was a ton of other sort of drama stuff offered. Certainly locally for me, unfortunately, there wasn't many outlets. And even talking to kids these days, it seems like they have to go further afield. They have to go to Belfast or wherever. Do you know what I mean? To kind of actually scratch that itch. I mean, there's not. We don't even have a. Uh, somewhere for them to perform locally where I live, you know, which sucks, you know, it really does. Uh, I think that's starting to change. And there, I know there are small places that are kind of helping out with that. And it's part of some of the stuff that I'm doing as well to try to like blo- make that blossom, you know. Yeah. I mean, but uh-huh. I was a humanities major and like not having the humanities available to people, which is like, you know, art and history and, you know, all of the things that make us human all sort of combined together. Yeah. is a travesty it's a travesty i hear you i would yeah. not be the same person had i not been in theater yeah i think it really yeah and I, so yeah but i i want well i have a few questions i kind of want to delve into a little bit more which was can you talk a little bit about clowning yes okay so um it's actually, uh, you can actually go to Clown College. Um, I, I actually know people who have done some clown training here as well. I, a bit, yeah. yeah, so I have a, I have a, not a friend, but a person I went to school with that did, I think Barnum and Bailey had a clown college and he actually mm-hmm. went and did that. Ooh. So uh, it's a lot of like uh, physical comedy. So you learn how to like, you know, tweak someone's nose or fall or like, you know, sometimes you'll wear the costumes and like someone will step on your clown foot and you have to know how to react and um, all those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. I like so it. Really like it it's, was very much uh, tiny clown college. <laughs> it It's kind of making me think of, did you ever see Baskets, the Zach Galifianakis show where he was like, uh, he he was trained as a clown, but he was trained as like a French clown, and he came back. He comes back to the U.S. trying to do his French clown arts, and nobody <laughs> wants that. They just want like proper. It's it's a really fun idea. That's good. I've only um, seen. You know what I saw of him the other day was outtakes of Between Two Ferns. Oh, so good. So good. The outtakes are like, the show is They're wonderful. The, the outtakes are the best. I agree. Um, yeah. So uh, so, yeah, it was definitely like learn how to be a clown, if that's. I, the direction you want to go but but really it, it was it's like physical comedy is hard to do that's true like it moving is. your body in a way that makes people laugh without yeah. you know kicking someone in the balls or whatever it's true so it's true that's the easy road i mean like right. it was it was something i was reflecting on um and um i you know i talked about panto before and mm-hmm. how it's very difficult for me to explain but like there was um the actors that we in the panto that we saw um around Christmas there were just so good at that, just moving their bodies in a way that was hilarious. Like there was a, a one of the characters that was just performing hesitation, just by moving back and forth, and it was 
brilliant. It was so good. <laughs> so, so good. But I think what... And I think uh, clowning, I think like improv and things like that, I think one of the really useful skills they teach you is how to deal with like embarrassment or things that would, you know, yeah. normally make you embarrassed. And it's like, it's it's not, it's not it's not that big a deal really, you know, once you've kind of done it a few times. So for our audience that doesn't necessarily know the difference between theatre and improv, do you want to kind of go into the difference yeah. between um, the two? Because I, I think you have more experience with improv than I do. That's true. So um, I think, so um, just to set the stage for that a little bit, I did improv, I started improv, what, about five or six years ago. I haven't done anything with it over the past two or three years. Um, <clears throat> I think lar- uh, uh, COVID really kind of was a death knell for a lot of uh, uh, improv. And then I just, for whatever reason, didn't end up going back to it. But um, anyway, uh, I digress. Uh, improv is um, very much... Uh, exactly what it sounds like it's improvisation it is uh, the formats change widely i have done a number of different formats but you're largely going on completely un- unprepared and honestly one of my favorite things about improv is i have to do like zero work <laughs> ahead of time i could just go there and do it it's amazing um so yeah so like i mean you know the, the, you know so the, the the big difference with theater it's rehearsed it's it's blocked properly it is lit properly all of those things whereas you know uh with us it's just like go on stage get some sort of ridiculous suggestion from the crowd and go from there basically but like i mean i you know and i think that like uh, improv is mortifying sometimes it is it's awful and and but i think that whenever it works it's kind of magical and like when it hits it, and it, when, when it, it hits, hits and every like everyone roars with laughter and yeah. you get like that feeling from the audience where you're just like totally feeding off the energy of, uh, off each other not in like a succubus kind of way but like the best best 100 yeah and and you know and like and I, i've definitely been in i've definitely had you know it's it's callbacks and it's just using your brain at times and just kind of like accessing things and like uh, and and leaning into like interesting specifics can really make something sing and like whatever you find that and it's just oh it's such a rush it's really nice and because like as i say you're making something out of nothing you know it's it's very satisfying but you know also on the flip side of that it is also a great teacher whenever you're you die on stage <laughs> and you get no reaction whatsoever it's kind of useful to do that i mean it's like uh, i want to start reading poetry more in a live setting and you know i see poems or poets rather read poems to silence and i'm like improv is going to be the perfect <laughs> the perfect training for this you know it's true it's true and like i did we did improv more for like warm-ups before plays yeah. So we would all stand in a circle and, you know, be like, yes, and, and you point to someone and they've got to come up with whatever, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a, it's a, for those that don't know, it's an improv game. You yeah. have to be would there you, to know. Would but, you do things like zip, zap, zap and things like that? We would do zip, zap, zap. Um, <clears throat> but it, it was definitely a way to get everybody connected to get the synapses firing and it's it's also a tool i think for when you forget your lines <laughs> yeah if you're on script and you forget like what the fuck you're supposed to talk about that's what improv is also for is to so like true. okay i don't know what i'm supposed to be saying right now so i'm gonna just 
make it up and then hope that someone in the cast like picks picks up that I don't know what I'm doing and <laughs> fixes it, right? So it's um I'll say like on script is also mortifying. <laughs> oh, I imagine so. I I that I mean, I suppose I have had in that production I did, I did have lines, but that's the only time I've had lines and trying to remember that stuff is hard going, truly hard going. Yeah. Like, I I left out a whole verse of the song one time because I just was like, I can't remember how this starts. And it's just like (laughs) dancing back and forth as the music played and I'm waiting for the next verse I did know, you know. (laughs) so fun. (laughs) It is. Do you know, so there is apparently a VHS of my production out there somewhere that my like one group one group of my friends in particular is like their holy grail they're desperate to find it i have i have some of mine too on vhs yeah so my first like oh you got cast in the play and your name is on the list after i did because i did a henry the whatever henry the eighth yeah the saint christmas days beach yeah so i played a male king and i think i yeah so i as a sophomore i got in Mm -hmm. to hamlet and i was wait for this i was guard two and courtier two (laughs) (laughs) not even guard one and courtier one are you ready for my two lines Mm -hmm. i my lord i my lord wow (laughs) really I was That's so excited. But I, <laughs> but like, I know, I know. But I, I did learn like in that show, it was so, it was like probably my favorite, my favorite production I ever did. And, uh, I learned how to cry on cue. Ooh, that's good stuff. Yeah. I can do that anyway. It's just a natural ability. <laughs> I, I just <laughs> talk about puppies. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's like, and I think, and it's something that I, um, did part, I, you know, I, I, I partially regretful not doing more of it, but then there's not a ton of opportunities for it here and not something I, I sought out. And I think that, you know, post, um, school experience, um, there wasn't much opportunity. Like I, I think, you know, I had always kind of would there and I had people talk about like, singing me singing in a band and things like that but nothing really ever came to it uh, and and i and i think I, I got certainly most of my 20s were spent being very in my own head about that sort of stuff and not wanting to like put myself out there you know so it took me a while to kind of get past that and i think also how, then how did you get the gumption or bravery to like step into an improv class because improv uh, is freaking scary yeah, so it was a... And lovely, a, but... Yes, it is. I agree. Um, so I think... Where are there two things? Uh, I th- whenever I... Uh, so my uh, the girl I was at at the time, she uh, took a year away. I had a lot of free time on my hands. Um, I, want, I was always keen. Like, I, it was something that I kind of... I was like, I, I like to do night classes and stuff anyway, and I wanted to engage with something. And I think I've said to you before, I like doing things that scare me. I think it's kind of good for me. I kind of, I, I like really getting out of my comfort zone. Um, and nothing terrified me more than improv, honestly, in that regard. So I was like, let's give it a go. And it was great. I, I still remember there is probably my first improv show is probably on YouTube somewhere. 
I wonder if I could find it. That's interesting. I'll, I'll find see if it. I can, dig it out. I can yeah. find anything about anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm pretty certain it is. Um, and like some of the stuff in there was not bad, but some of it was terrible. But I remember how terrified we all were because it was our first time doing it in front of a crowd. But like I have since then done a ton of other stuff and uh, it's not as, I don't really care anymore. And I mean, you know, I think I've said, I don't want to express this to you before, but it's like uh, my feeling on improv has but it's become you know if you were to give me a choice between like getting up on stage to do like a half hour one man improv or have a one-on-one conversation with a stranger it'll be like show me the stage <laughs> get me on stage for right now <laughs> you know yeah uh, uh which is uh, you know a damning indictment <laughs> in some ways you know but uh yeah um you want it to be all about you <laughs> I do. That's true. I just, just, just come on stage and then a single, a single spotlight. And you'll Where's my on. light? Right. I need to find my light. Find my light. Um, but you know, so I mean, you know, and like, and I, but I, like, I did that. I also did. Um, uh, what was it? Jujitsu as well, but jujitsu oh, really? didn't. Jujitsu didn't take. I, I did it. Or I can't remember. It was some sort of martial art, and I did that for them both just because I needed to take my mind off the other stuff, you know, so I was like, let's throw myself into stuff and that stuff kind of faded away pretty quickly after a month or so, but the uh, the improv stuck for about three or four years. Do you still stay in contact with people that you met through improv? A few, yeah, yeah, yeah not everyone. Um, yeah, <laughs> some interesting stories from all of that because, like, the improv scene is kind of a, a bit wild and nuts, you know, as you, as you can imagine. Um, uh, stories that I don't think I could share, but like it was there was I, I so like even I do see people and I'm still like kind of close with some of them and um uh, was one person in particular and we right we've written together a little bit and done some other sort of projects together but she's the only one I'm in contact with in any sort of major way. Uh, other ones you know, social media things like that. I've got a wee yeah. bit of connection, yeah. but like the vast majority are have moved on from improv anyway. What, what was so interesting about improv in this country generally was that a lot of the people that were there were not native to Northern Ireland. They were like foreign students. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Why do you think that so, is? I don't know. I mean, like, I think, I, you know, that's a really, it's, I mean, like, I think for, for them, talking to some of them, they like the idea of the challenge of improvising in English. Yeah, they thought it would be a real kind of test for their English, which... Yeah, absolutely it is there's no um, way i would do improv in another language and like it, try that and some of them were freaking great as well do you know wow. what i mean it was it was nuts but um but it was so it was such a wee sort of you know melting pot of people you know from all from all over and it was i but it was and that's exactly what what i want is just like you know people from all sort of different backgrounds in together that's always really interesting to me mm-hmm. uh, so it was a good 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 group of folks um, so what's the worst thing that ever happened to you on stage? Um, <laughs> if you want to, do you have an answer for that? If you want to think on it. Um, so I was in a, a, it was like student written plays when I was in college, my freshman year. And so they were student written, student directed, and each play they cast two people and so it was me and this other dude and like memorize lines it was weird it, it wasn't like 
the material it kind of like i i don't know it was like it was like gross dude stuff like masturbation and like you know whatever and i had to like be part of it and whatever you know i was young and dumb and it was fine i was like i got oh i got cast right yeah uh i got to keep all my clothes on so woohoo but yeah my my co-actor or whatever you call it like forgot a performance Mm -hmm. and forgot forgot to arrive forgot yeah and i called like 20 minutes before curtain and i was like where are you? And he's like, oh my God, I totally forgot. And shows up higher than anyone I've ever seen before. So I was just like, great. I know I'm going to have to carry this whole show. He doesn't remember his lines. He's so like everyone in the audience could tell he was so fucking baked. It was so, it was awful. It was mortifying. I'm like saying his lines and my lines and he's just like basically like catatonic. (laughs) So bad. And then Incredible. someone else got, uh, in another play, got, you know, you have those, like, fake swords for, like, yeah. sword fighting. They got cut pretty badly with a fake sword. I was, like, waiting on stage and, like, trying to, like, act his way through it or whatever, so. <laughs> I I think it's, like, you know, it's tough, you know, you're talking about what the, the first play you were talking about, the subject matter and things like that, and I think about, you know, really writing a play it's it's you, being good being a good writer is kind of it's it's good in terms of you know what the the quality of the project but like it doesn't really matter as long as you kind of get something down you're probably going to be able to get some people to perform it for you <laughs> yeah i'm raising my hand and yeah, i'm not saying yeah, yeah. Mastur- i'm not saying masturbation's bad and like it's not gross dude stuff it was just like i didn't really want to act in that play and i didn't really no. have an opportunity to say no so yeah it was I, just I, like I, here's I, here's what you get so and i kind of yeah i i think i know the sort of project you're talking about we're just like yeah it is very a very sort of uh a, i guess teenage early 20s sort of boy fixation yeah, stuff. totally yeah, yeah, and yeah, i was yeah, just like yeah. this is what this is what you chose to write about like of yeah. all of the topics that you could write about where you this actually is, is... get to you know write and direct your own play it's like this is what's me this is what's meaningful to me yeah come work yeah i know right (laughs) not to say Um, that i know what i would write about but i don't know yeah 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 i know what you mean um it's always kind of reassuring but like i so i i guess it probably would be i I was kind of thinking about it there i i think it would be uh that time in my musical when I kind of forgot an entire verse I still have a memory of that like standing there in silence you know do you uh, go there sometimes I, I you know I don't only when I really activate I mean that's not something that like is seared in my brain in that way <laughs> but like if I I, and, and I can kind of like I'm not mortified by the memory anymore I'm kind of like whatever it's something that happens you know but I, I do still remember how embarrassed I felt then and like how bad and like you know uh, I, I'm a wild one for like beat myself up about stuff afterwards and I definitely remember doing that in this case um but yeah you know again in recent years I remember going like doing a improv show in Dublin and it was awful and I know we I don't think we got a single laugh any of us and it was horrifying um I still remember but like I you know that stage I just didn't really give a shit anymore I just was like whatever yeah um it's because like, it's am I so, having fun? Yes. So, 
yeah. And I can now say I'm an international improviser and things like that, you know. <laughs> did people pay to get in to see you? They did. And you are a paid actor. That's true. No, well, yeah. I didn't get paid. But it's, it's the classic improv uh, financing where improvisers uh, get paid an experience, you know. Right, right, right. <laughs> so. But uh, it's, it's no, but like, you know, it was... Uh, um, there's part of me wants to go back, but I don't really know if I want to start again because... I, I, I kind of wish I had went back at a time when there were still people I knew that were up doing it, you know. And there are some, but um, yeah. What's the I'm worst kind of... thing that could happen if you went back? <sighs> That's a good question. I, know. I don't know. Like I, it's 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 maybe just partially because with me, like I kind of get to a stage where I'm like, yeah, I've done that. I got what I needed from it, and I'm kind of ready to use it. Maybe I'm no longer things. afraid of it. Nah, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Because mm-hmm. I, I think that you know, if an opportunity came up or somebody was like, uh, so whenever I was in New York, about two years after I started doing it, and it was still there was we went to a, uh, I think it was IO Theater in, uh, no no I could be wrong I, I I can't remember the name of it exactly but there was an improv theater in New York that I went to with my friend and if you're in the audience you could volunteer to go down and I I wish I had done it. But I like completely lost my nerve. Um, so I you think could maybe have gotten, gotten on stage in New York City and done improv. Right? Yeah, I could have said I have been on stage really in cool. New York. I really wish I had. Um, well, you know, I may end up doing it again. Though I think all those improv theaters are closed now. Though you know what was really heartening to me about that was that like the New York improv theater was like kind of as small and grotty as the theater that we were working in. <laughs> and I was like, okay, this is this is good. This is good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, yeah, improv. Everybody, give it a shot. Did <laughs> you guys have fun. whose line is it anyway? We did. Okay. We had we had a British version of it, okay. uh, but with I think all the same actors that you guys had. So like Ryan Styles, yes. Cole Mockery. Yes. Uh, uh, I can't remember the other names of the folks. But Wayne yes, we, Brady so before he got. We like, didn't have Wayne Brady, have Wayne but Brady. I know who he is. Yeah. yeah. He got Greg Prips. Greg Prips was the other mm-hmm. one. You remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I know they were a lot of the US stuff as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. I, I'm grateful to that show for making it more mainstream and like showing. Like I don't think people really know what they were watching. You know, sure. it was just like imaginative, whatever acting or whatever. But yeah, some of the stuff that they would do and like how fast they are. I just don't have that speed of wit. Yeah. You know, I've, I mean, in all of my improv times, I probably got like where I, where I felt really locked in, like maybe 10 times. Yeah. Interesting. Sad. But like, yeah, but I, I think you're right. I mean, it's not for everyone. And I, I think that I, you know, and I, I think I've even, you know, encountered people who were, you know, thought they were hot shit. And I was just, and I felt like they maybe had things that they did well but it wasn't so much improvisation they just had like a a toolkit that served them rightly but if you saw them a handful of times you were like oh i've seen this before yep same 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 material yeah which is kind of not the idea but you know i i it was i remember like early days seeing comedians and thinking to myself they do the same thing night after night that feels wrong you know they should be doing new stuff like i i know i understand that's insanity you know but i, I so i i think i kind of took that into my improv in terms of 
uh, I always wanted to make sure I did something new, even if it would completely fell on its face, you know? And I, I'm curious, like, is improv more accept, not acceptable, but like in your country, do people watch improv more or like, do they go to the theater more? The theater more for sure. Okay. Improv okay. is not acceptable at all. I mean, one of the, whenever I first started uh, working with the, the group in my own town, <laughs> excuse me, um, they had, they, had, they wanted me, they had asked me in because they knew I had an improv background and I said, look, I do not think it's going to work here. I don't, like, I don't think there's an audience for it. I don't think there is, I don't know if we would even have people who would be interested in learning it either, particularly here. I mean, possibly, but uh, we just, we don't have a theatre or, or, or we don't, we don't have a theatre to perform in really. And also, I don't think there, I think you would need more of that culture to really kind of, for there to be an appetite for improv, to be honest. It, it takes a certain type of person. But I think like generally, it does. But I think generally UK, why, you know, we are. You guys are witty though. So much funnier than we are. I, I mean, like it depends on the person. <laughs> but like I, um, I think that the, 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 you know, the embarrassment threshold, like people are, you know, are easily, more easily embarrassed in this country as well. So I think taking that swing is a lot harder for a lot of like British people, you know. Yeah, we're really uh, good at embarrassing ourselves here. You know and feeling, I mean? feeling okay about it. Exactly. So <laughs> whereas for most British people, that's unthinkable, you know, uh-huh. the very the very idea of it, you know. Uh-huh. So what do you think that you've gotten out of theater improv? Theater slash improv. Um, I think it makes me more confident. I think it's, I think I'm, 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 I'm pretty good at like dealing with a crowd now. You know what I mean? I can talk to a crowd. I can think of my feet in front of a crowd. I am not worried about doing something stupid. Um, so I think it's, it's built my sort of, I mean, not social confidence, but like, um, God, I don't even want to use the word leadership, but you know what I mean? You know, running things, it's mm-hmm. useful to be um, able to speak confidently and think in your feet, you know, and I think it's been invaluable for that. Mm-hmm. So people think, think that you know what you're talking about? Yes, I mean, like, oh, clearly I don't, but they, I, I signed, I talk a good game, you know. Right, right, right. I think um, for me, because I did it so young, I really there are friends that I've made that I've kept my whole life. Um, That's great. And I, we have this commonality, which is, you know, great. Um, I think that I remember not thinking I was like the best at anything or very good at anything. I was just kind of mediocre at all the things that we were doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember one of, one of the years before, you know, it's probably one of my last years of the the theater camp, and we were all all you know, sort of like end end of the the summer. We knew rehearsal for parents, and before that, one of the um, teachers got up and was like, "I just want to recognize a student for being, you know, for always saying yes, for always." being here for always making people feel good about themselves for always and I was like oh my god it's totally Carly it's totally Carly and and he said Beth Martin you know I just want to thank you for everything that you've done for everyone here and I was just like I was so floored 
So as a kid, you know, in your teens to get that kind of like recognition, I think that put me in a position where I'm, I kind of realized like, oh, you don't need to be the loudest one. You don't need to be the funniest one. You don't need to be, you know, um, the best. You really just have to be yourself and um, you actually can get recognition from that and that sort of put me on the path of like don't be like everybody else like be your own be your own be your own beth and and the rest will will follow and like i would say like for the most like obviously like i've fallen off that track sometimes but i think that's really what it did for me that's a great a great answer yeah i love it that's yeah and i like and i think you're so right i mean like and it's you know for a start i think that it's so hard to really objectively like you know think about your own ability of doing anything I, I mean i think we both are like i don't know if that's for everybody but i think that is the case for a lot of people so like you know uh, but i think in terms of people who say yes who go along with things how vital they are for any of this shit happening do you know yes. what i mean it's yes. huge you know yes. so that's yes. awesome i love it yeah yeah good answer thanks is it better than your answer? I think yeah, so. Yeah, it kicks my answer's ass. I'm <laughs> quitting the podcast. I'm so embarrassed by my answer. <laughs> you can't quit. I quit, Beth. You can't I'm quit. I'm, I'm joking. I'm I'll joking. buy you a t-shirt. <laughs> All right, fine. Okay, it must have, it must have a turn up on it. Um, okay, um, do we have anything else we want to talk about before we start I, wrapping things up? I don't think so. I just, I recommend, like, if anyone is has any inkling to be involved in the theater arts like i highly highly recommend it yeah it it for me it it was life-changing um good confidence builder you also meet yes. really cool people yes who are just as weird and awesome as you are and um you just never know where that's gonna lead so yeah i think you know especially and I, i'm just gonna co-sign that but like i think especially if you are a a I mean, I suppose we all feel like outsiders a wee bit, but if you really do feel like you're on the kind of outside edges, it's a great place to meet like-minded folk, you know? Yep. Um, so, yeah. Yep. Do it. Yep. Do it. Do Probably. it. And then yeah. someday maybe you could be on a podcast with Andy. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> He's shooting for those uh, dreams. Right. <laughs> Uh, no he's but, mine yeah. he's my co-host sorry find your own <laughs> go to theater yeah. find your own he, he, he gets paid in turnip t-shirts that's right or just <laughs> or just turnips exactly just turnips yeah I mean, i'll take either as long as it's, as long as it's, as long as it's in the turnip sphere right <laughs> right turnip sphere is good beth right turnip sphere is, is <laughs> where where our podcast exists there's right? a venn yeah. diagram for that that i'll make <laughs> yeah okay perfect it's shaped like a turnip yeah the circle is shaped like a turnip okay all right perfect. all right i think it's okay. time to dive into your favorite topic dun, dun, dun. do you want me to go first or do you want to go first um you go first beth so i'm okay. going to ask you beth what's been bringing you joy this it's week it's gonna make you mad uh, <laughs> i okay. fucking love peaky blinders oh really i That's fucking not gonna make me mad. love it okay so what bar there's a bar where people they made like a peaky blinder bar and people dress up like they're in peaky blinder yes. like costumes it That's... no longer exists in that form, but yes, they did that. So, so freaking cool. You're shaking. Cool. Andy's shaking his head <laughs> emphatically. 
<laughs> I, I just, uh, I don't know. I just, uh, it just, and it was, a, I think, also because it was a bar that I really liked, and then uh-huh. they kind of they were really kind of, I think it was bought over, and then they they became that thing, and it was like, oh, but uh, it's now changed, and it's now a decent a decent spot. But yeah, I, I think I just was you know mourning the the bar that was there. I they it. used to do like. I, you know what I think it was more than anything? It wasn't so much the bars, the food they used to serve. They used to serve like pies that were essentially in a pot with like a pastry lid over the top and it would have ridiculous fillings. The one that was, so we have fry-ups. You probably know the idea of like what an English or an Irish fry is. I don't think we've got time to get into that. We'll, okay. well, that's, a, that's, a, that's a future. Is it, like a pan, is it like a pancake? It's essentially like sausage, bacon. It's also, you also got like a few different types of bread. You've got beans, mushrooms, right? So there was a pan filled with that stuff or a pot filled with that stuff and a pastry lid on top and it was called a fry pie. Okay. And uh, it was kind of horrible, but also I kind of- We call it a pot pie? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pot pie, yeah. That's, yes, exactly, yes. We don't really call them that, but but I'm I'm aware of the term. Um, So yeah. Uh, that's that's uh, my long way uh, uh, around talking about why I'm mad at Piggy Blinders. <laughs> it's, it's so good. I can't. It's so good. <sighs> it's so good. It okay. It's so good. That's all I'm going to say. And I, like other people whose opinions I trust, like yourself, obviously, I who have said it's great, so I need to, I, I, I need to look into it. Yeah. And um, it gives me a lot more respect for, I'm going to butcher his name, but Celian Murphy. Yeah. No, that's, um, that's good. As an actor, just the the cast is amazing. The story, it's like I care. I'm like, oh, oh, she's back. Are they gonna fall in love? Oh, she's having his baby. Like it's like it's, it's a little soap opery, but like nice. It's so well done that I'm like I'm in. I'm like looking forward to like every evening where we watch it. I'm like, can we uh, watch Peaky Blinders again? Yeah. Mike's like, okay, so. Uh. I do need to make an effort. Like, uh, you know, it, I don't know why. Because I don't think it's it's like set in like uh, or England, isn't it? I think. Mm-hmm. Birmingham or was it Manchester or something like that. Um, but, um, you know what I think? I, I think because um, I, I, I don't know why I make this connection with it. Do you remember Sons of Anarchy? Yes. Did you watch any of it? No. Okay. I mean, it wasn't a great show, but like they had... I watched it anyway. It was it was fine. I, I thought it entertaining enough. And then they had a season where they went to Northern Ireland, and it just made me stop watching that show. It was ridiculous. Their version of Northern Ireland so ridiculous, and it also it was just you know, uh, the like the accents were just <laughs> like claws on a chalkboard. You know, right, right. Um, compared compared to yours, compared to my beautiful lilting tones. Yeah, which which one I'm captioning? It's I can't. It's so funny. I'm gonna. I, I need to start like a list of what it says. I yeah. so I don't I don't hit them all right, but some of them, like I don't I can I can understand what you're saying, but yeah, the UK caption generator is just like completely. It's yeah weird. Yeah. You say pancake I mean, and it says zoo. Like it makes no sense yeah. at all. It's hilarious. I, I've seen I think some I want of it pancakes because I keep bringing them up. I mean, I mean, it's just, yeah, I mean, like, don't we all? Um, so, okay, oh, I still haven't freaking found an answer for this. I guess, oh, no, I know what it was. I had a, um, so we have, like, I have a yoga class on um, Saturday mornings I regularly go to. It's one of my good friends teaches it. And we 
just had like an impromptu sort of like uh, coffee afterwards with like and a load of people came and it was about eight of us and it was just nice I just kind of like kind of yoga vibes um, it was just a good way experience it was good to see people I kind of got a little bit of a job offer there it was just and I, you know uh, that, you know that's not that's neither here nor there but it it's was always just nice to, that's always a, a nice little ego booster when someone's like yeah, do you want to have a job doing it this is, thing yeah I, but I, I do really like that sort of you know uh, I don't know by and large the yoga folks that I knew were good folks and it's, it was nice to kind of spend some time with them so it was uh, it was a good it was a good way to kind of kick off my Saturday so I'll probably enjoy this week I like I like uh, when impromptu like magic happens you know yes when it's like the right people and everybody shows up and like it's just not planned, but all of a sudden you're just like, oh, this is magical. Yep. <laughs> this is a and nice... you're just having fun, you're laughing, you're telling little stories and stuff. Yeah, it was great. It was great. So, yeah. So, it was Good. nice. So, that, that brought me joy recently. All right. You, pa- you passed this week. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, we've done it. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. So, we both agree that Beth and I did an excellent job with her joy this week. We did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like that is Beth and I agree that we both did an excellent job. Um, so there's only one thing for us left to do, which is to remind you to, I'm not hydrated enough for this this week. Uh-huh. Stay Good, re- good resonance this week. I totally right. cheated and like sucked them in. Okay. <laughs> Unbelievable. Bye. Bye. Love you. Love you. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to Bendy, a Beth and Andy podcast. We love having you here with us each week. Thanks for the comments and feedback. If you haven't already, please follow and subscribe to Bendy on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, and YouTube. We also have some awesome merch you can purchase on our website at bendypodcast.com. You can listen to all of our episodes and access our YouTube videos at bendypodcast.com as well. Next week, we talk about weirdest workplace stories, where we talk about the best and worst jobs we've had, if we've been fired before, terrible bosses, and giving Timothy Hutton a cold. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us to stay up to date. And thanks so much for being here with us. You always have a friend with Bendy.